This episode of Mob Rules brought to you by Kyle. Kyle, supplier of alcohol for Mob Rules since 2018. <laughs> Kyle, also a provider of fine fashion accessories, uh, such yeah. as pocket watches. Mm. A, cr- uh, a chronology master, if you will. <laughs> a chronology master, I love that. Mm. Hey, welcome to Mob Rules. Uh, I am John, joined once again by Dave and Danny. And Danny, and we are back um, to talk about stuff and things and, and all the other kind of stuff like that. But you know, Dave, it was so popular when we did it early last time. Let's, let, let's play some Dave games. We're going to start off the show with Dave games? Yeah. All right. We want to start off on a high note, dude. And this is a high, high note right here. <laughs> so not. High O. <laughs> Dave games. <laughs> this is a 40K podcast. I just want to make that clear at this um, point here. I have literally got a 40K, or a, I should say 40K slash Games Workshop themed Dave game. Oh. Oh. You do? <laughs> I do. It's going to require all of your knowledge about all things unrelated to actual play. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a real good thing I had all the soundboard lined up this week, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. John said all the time in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't. Are you really wanting to go now? Yeah, we're going. All right. I played the music, Dave. It's like a Pavlovian effect. Listeners expect the Dave game. Every time I walk into your house, you play the music. That's not fair. (laughs) Well, it's like your intro song, dude. I'm I'm like, (laughs) hey, come in. Oh, it's Dave. And then it just starts. And I'm like, and then it's like, doo doo, boop, 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 boop. And I'm just like, what's happening? Hey, hey that's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one third of the copyright. Let's I could use it. Actually, we are no thirds of that copyright <laughs> whatsoever. There's a, there's a zero. There, there's a zero copyright. Mm. One third of zero percent. Mm. Uh, uh, today, we Dave Games brought to you uh, by Attribution. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Games brought to you by, oh, is it Attribution or is it in ComTech? It can be both. Adjudication? Brought to you by by Incomptech. (laughs) It will soon be brought to us by adjudication by (laughs) Incomptech. All right. So today we are going to play 40K Jeopardy. I don't think that was required. (laughs) No. All right. Here's the scoreboards. Oh, man. We have visual visual aids. Each one of us, do we have This game will be played exactly like Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, So you can, you pick your category and then you choose uh, instead of 100, 200, 300, I just have numbers. I like that you made sure that you had the penis mightier on here as a category. That's really important. Way to spoil it. Well, I I I want to say. That was my joke. Oh, sorry. That was like your one joke. I'll, (laughs) I'll play with. Let's John remember what you said earlier about what episode Dave quits on. It's this one. <laughs> um, maybe Dave, if you want to explain, seeing as last week we did reach uh, the 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 heights of the ninety seventh best hobby podcast in Australia. Oh, Ooh, we're getting up there, boys. Wait, what's Crikey. that? Con- what's that converted to? That's like third best in America, right? <laughs> I don't know. Exchanger is pretty crappy right yeah, now. Yeah, it's pretty bad, especially pretty, for games. Workshop, it's, pretty, it's pretty inflated with all the taxes. <laughs> all right. 
So but maybe this, explain what Jeopardy is. So this is 40K Jeopardy. What you will do is uh, I'm going to read off the categories to our listeners. Uh, you will pick a category when I declare you the person that goes first. Uh, you will choose instead of having 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, whatever the rounds are there for that. Uh, you have one, two, three, and four. So you can let me know which, which one you want. I have all of the answers down or all of the uh, answers down here. Look at the yeah. answers. Yeah, that's fair. You won't be able to read it. It's in Klingon. Um, so it's uh, an you, ancient dialect so in of this, Dave. In this case, you would say category X. I'll take one, and then I'll read you the answer, and you must uh, give then whoever rings in first uh, with the whatever sound they just choose to make. Since I'm looking at you, I can actually tell who's going to ring in. Um, I'm going to click my pen. Uh, you must then in, then also give your answer or your your answer in the form of a question, same as Jeopardy. All right. All right. So for our listeners at home, I'm your host, Dave, and I'm joined by Danny. Danny is a 40K master who hails oh, from the shit, state of Alaska. Not master. Oh, man. He recently took 23rd at a super major. <laughs> However, you know, this prior to that, spoilers. he took... Spoilers. He took... Uh, 22nd loser. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's... That's most accurate, actually. Uh, Danny, it says here that you have a bulldog named Fred. Why don't you tell us a little about, about Fred? He has a hand in sheets. Uh, Fred likes uh, no walks. Uh, he likes to sleep, and he likes treats. He's a good boy. Awesome. He sounds like a great boy. Sounds yes. like a great boy. Uh, the other competitor today is oh, John. John hails from Canada. <laughs> False. He's married to a woman way out of his league and true, has true, a true. lovely, lovely son with only one tooth. John, tell us about that tooth. Um, it really hurts because he's teething and he likes to bite my finger now. Have you thought about maybe stopping breastfeeding? Uh, I said finger. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into it first. Danny, as the newest member of the podcast, you get to oh, choose yeah. first. The categories on the board today are Steve's Livingston, His Best Life, A Long Strange Mob Road, uh, The Pen is Mightier. And ITC, UTC, We All TC for Vegas. I don't want a UTC in Vegas. <laughs> that doesn't stay in Vegas. All right, Danny. That's a UTI. Well, you should make sure you oh, yeah, stay out sorry. of the pancake stripper house then. <laughs> All right. That's my favorite one, though. <laughs> Syrup these nuts. <laughs> You're first. What will you choose? Uh, all right. I'm going to take the penis mightier uh, for three. All right. The Black Library was founded in 1997 to publish this bi-monthly short story magazine. What is Inferno? I'm sorry. Uh, you must ring in. Danny. You have to ring in closer to the microphone. Sorry. There you go. Is that is that loud <laughs> enough? That's good. Yeah. That's All right. Good. Hold on. Let me do it one more time. Yeah. Oh, we shit. I could have rung in. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> Why didn't you steal that? What? Danny. Uh, what is... Inferno? That is correct. It was Inferno. That was a really great magazine as well. It was. It was pretty yeah. good. I like the comics. Also. Cal oh, Jericho yeah. came from that, didn't That's he? That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, the comics. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Danny, since you won the last question, you get to choose again. Pick the next category. I'm going to pick uh, ITC, UTC, we all TC for Vegas for two. All right. 
The answer is only cities, the only cities to have the best fried chicken in the world restaurants in them are Las Vegas and Danny. What is New York? Oh, that is correct, Danny. <laughs> I mean, again, 40, 40K podcast. I'm sorry, sir. It's, uh, if, if you're just, not just saying, if you're not blue ribbon chicken, you're shit. I, I don't feel that's their Response. official slogan. <laughs> no, actually it is. It's on the signs, I swear. <laughs> it's very small print, though. <laughs> Danny, you All may right. pick again. I guess. All right. Um, I don't get this joke, but Steve's living stone is best life. Because I, I think it's because he's living his best life. All right. And Steve who's Livingston, Steve, who's Steve Livingston? one of the founders of GW. Steve Jackson, Ian Livingston are uh, two yeah. of the three founders. Yeah, of okay, GW. I know, like I know Steve Jackson, and I know Ian Livingston, but like I don't know who Steve. What Livingston he What is. he did was he took two names and put it in a joke, which Boy, he wrapped in a pun. I really wish which that lost its this funniness sort of along the way. Could have waited till after Dave Games so that it could have, you know. Not interrupted it. All right. Danny has delayed long enough. John, I'm going to go over to you and let you oh, play oh, the category. Oh, shit. Okay. Wait, I got... You chose... Okay, okay, then... That's fine. Go ahead. Okay, cool, You yeah. can pick whatever you want. I'll dude. take Steve Livingstone's his best life for one. This game is considered the third flagship game for Games Workshop behind Age of Sigmar and Warhammer 40K. Wait. Clarification. In what year? Currently. Currently? Oh, um, what is Shadespire? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Yay. What is Kill Team? Uh, you don't get to answer twice. I mean, fuck you, I just did. Danny? <laughs> so, what is Blood Bowl? Because, Dave, you're obsessed with it? No, also oh. incorrect. Dang. What, so, what, is, right. what is Kill Team? So, the end... Oh. <laughs> so, having is not it guessed it at all, I wouldn't say no. I would thought it was Shadespire. I think they're pushing yeah. Shadespire enough to. Yeah. They, they really are. It's not. That's still considered one of their specialist games. However, uh, middle uh, the battle for Middle Earth strategy. Oh, game. oh yeah, I forgot it. that was yeah. a game. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. I said considered. It says considered the third flagship line. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, sorry. I don't know uh, why I didn't get that. That's pretty. All cool. right, nobody got the answer. John, you're still on the board. Go um, ahead. ITC, UTI, we all TC for <laughs> Vegas for four. Ooh. Whoa. Well, this one is perfect. In the ITC, blank cannot be taken against swarms. <laughs> yes. John. What is gangbusters? John, that is correct. Yes. That is correct. John. Oh, Randall, that joke will never die. <laughs> no, it will not. Not if I have anything to say about it. Um, I'm going to go a long, strange mob road for three. Ooh. This topic, this was the topic of episode 60, which featured oh, Dave for the first time. Danny. <laughs> What is wife swapping? <laughs> judges? Oh, judges. Uh, no, Danny, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, while that sorry, was briefly mentioned you. during the course of the episode, I'm sure it was. At the time, briefly. Ted didn't have a wife, so it wasn't fair. Oh, briefly suggested. Really? I didn't know that. You've been on the show this long? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. congrats, man. Thanks. Yeah. Um, do, do. Get off the so computer That's Jeez. the end of that uh, <laughs> um, uh, The What is um, The Beast Arises? Mm, no, unfortunately Dave was after The Beast Arises 
Dave joined for the, the first, first time during the Shadow time. Sword book review. Oh, oh, that's right. It was Shadow Sword. That was Sword. actually a good book. Yeah, it was a good it was book. A great book. That one. Yeah. Baneblade was also good. Yeah, yeah. surprisingly. Amazingly good. Books about big tanks. Pretty All cool. Right, so I like big tanks. John, you're still on the board. <laughs> um, a long, strange mob road for four. Ooh. Because we're doing so good with Baneblade. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Blank is the longest running character created during the podcast's four year run. Oh, who is, um, fuck, Jeff the Custode. Jeff the Custode is correct, John. Thanks. Yeah, longest running and only. Man, I'm rocking up these fours like all over the place. Yeah, you're doing good, man. All right. Like your mom will take the penis mightier for four. (laughs) That's the pen is mightier, you sons of bitches. Um, For number four, all right. This man brought the resurgence of 30K with his drive and passion for the project, including 54 Horace Heresy novels currently. Oh, this is very subjective. Danny. Who is, or what is Alan Bly? Who is Alan Bly? Who? Who is Alan Blythe? And yes, that is correct. <laughs> Did he write 54 Horace Heresy? No, but his drive uh, in creation That's of it fair, actually yeah. led them to do I it. I think he's he their resource. Well. I think he was, yeah, he was their like main resource for yeah. that stuff there. That's fair. Okay. That's fine. I'll let you have that one, Danny. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> You're very generous. I am. <laughs> I am a generous God. <laughs> Danny, you have stolen. It is your choice. Oh, okay. Here. All right. Well, so we'll do... Steve's Livingston, his best life for four. Why? Just get this done. <laughs> Let's get this one. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do an agreement. Yeah. So we're just going to do that one. We're just going to go All right. the rest well, of We them. don't allow colluding yeah. between the contestants. So, oh, we're not uh, colluding. We're fucking cheating. I'm 40, 40 <laughs> Keperty. All right. 40 Keperty? Livingston, Peak, and Jackson formed Games Workshop in 1975, originally to produce wooden boards for games like blank. Danny. What is Dungeons and Dragons? Sorry, that is incorrect, Danny. John. Wait. Yay. Again, clarification, because the article I read is they were originally founded to import Dungeons and Dragons from the U.S. into yeah. the U.K. That is incorrect. No, produce. Oof. I don't know. I want to see your sources. I want to see your sources on that. <laughs> well, we can go to the sources afterwards. Uh, they used to, they originally made, with Peak, they originally made uh, wooden game boards for games like Backgammon, uh, Backgammon and Moncala. Oh, so when they were Games Workshop? They actually were called Games Workshop then. Oh. Uh, Maybe when, because they had like a workshop that they built Peak, these wooden Peak game left boards. when they wanted to start importing, which is when it became just Livingston and Jackson. And they're living stone their best life. Uh. All right. Uh, Danny, uh, since you screwed that one up. <laughs> um, Thanks. Three. All right. <laughs> Steve Livingston, his best life for three. All right. An early promotional magazine superseded in June 1977, partially to advertise the opening of Games Workshop. What store. is Playboy? <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry, John. That is incorrect. What's... What is White Dwarf? Uh, no, White Dwarf was the name of the current magazine. Actually, the original magazine what is was known as <laughs> The Owl and Weasel. What? I don't watch bestiality. Dude, that sounds You don't got to lie. You don't have to lie to the host <laughs> of 40K, 40K Jeopardy, John. All right, fair. <laughs> Can't you just accept who you are? Come out of the barnyard, John. All right, Danny. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> all the animals are here. Still, uh, still uh, all right, you, we're going to go Steve Livingstone's best life for two. <laughs> this game was previewed at Games Day 1983 and produced in 1985 by Games Dude. Workshop oh. in various <laughs> editions until 2008. 
I, Danny. I, I buzzed in with the Best Coast Pairings ad. What is Warhammer Fantasy Battle? Uh, no, that is incorrect. Yay. What is War uh, Rogue Trader? Uh, no, that is also incorrect. The game in question actually was Talisman. It was a game that they fell in love with and decided they wanted to produce. <sighs> okay, well that category's gone. I'm sorry, I used Games Workshop history. To, well, this uh, as a forty category to confuse us. <laughs> I thought maybe you might know it. No. So uh, again, Games Workshop history on a forty k podcast. We talked about Lord of the Rings, Batgammon boards. <laughs> uh, Games Workshop is part. They make okay. All right. Okay. okay. To defend Dave, which which all, right. all of us own but never play. Save it until after. I've played Danny. it. It takes forever. All right. Um, Save it till a later. long, strange mob road for one. Episode five of the prod oh, podcast Christ. brought Danny on as a guest host to discuss this now defunct Alaskan tournament. John. Oh, um, what is Alaska Battle Brothers? That is correct, John. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I won oh, that tournament. I did win that tournament. <laughs> I remember because Ted and I interviewed you and the, the, at, the top, at the event at this top room that kind of looked over the event mm-hmm. and they kept bringing chairs in and, and kind of making noise and giving chairs. And then one of the local guys came to kick us out. I was like, you guys got to move. You guys got to move. What's that? We need to take a quick break. All <laughs> right. Here for a quick commercial break. Just remember... Uh, Blue Ribbon Chicken supplies every bit of chicken that you could possibly need when you're playing 40k Jeopardy. It's chicken fucking good. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a All right, back callback. to John. Yeah, John, you have that. stolen uh, a long, strange mob road for two. This person was originally planned as the fourth chair of the show, but oh. dropped. Yay. I, I had to. I didn't click first. on that. Did oh, I really? Oops. I heard a click. John. Just give it to John. Who is, um, do we have to use his real name or the name he wanted to be known as? I'll give you a bonus point if you can do both. Uh, so it's who is Joe. It was one of our local players, but he wanted to be known as a different name because he was trying to get a professional job. Um, so we decided to call him Dick, uh, but spent the first episode uh going back and forth between Dick and Joe interchangeably to make it seem like there was five hosts. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. That is correct, actually. Uh, he dropped due to the nature, the mature nature of the podcast. You know, he dropped because he had to drive an hour and a half to get, get there and back, and he had a little beater car. All right. John. Um, the penis tighter for two? I think you mean the pen is mightier? It's not oh. what your mom means. Yeah. What she sounds like. I didn't even read the question. You a got an answer kid? for it already, John? <laughs> oh, you did just buzz <laughs> in, you idiot. In. <laughs> Whatever. Um, um, what is your mom's insatiable Ooh, craving for I'm dick? sorry. That's <laughs> as close. Oh, wow. Okay, so the irony is, as close judges, as that was judges. to the correct answer, <laughs> I'm going to have to let Danny listen to the whole uh, thing first and then make a decision. Okay. Just remember what you said for a second. Oh, okay. Robbie was, Mc- uh, Hold on. What Rob- I said was that your mom has an insatiable <laughs> craving for dick. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> Robbie McDivid weaves a tale of bloody close combat in this Space Sharks versus Night Lords novel. Uh, oh, really? Uh, I thought for sure this is one you would know, Danny. 
what is the Outer Dark? I don't remember what the name of the book no, is. Isn't it like Red Tide? The Red Tide. That is correct. I didn't remember what the name was. I mean, I he's trying it. to make a joke. Like, I was like, wait, does Robbie McNiven fuck your mom? Is that Everybody No, like it's it because Red of, Tide, period. Right. But I think it was a mom is so old. Or it was a rough sex joke. Yeah. Could be either. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? All right. Uh, nobody got that one. So. <laughs> Uh, all right. With three oh, questions left here. John, you're still on the board. Make your selection. Oh, shit, okay. Um, penis Fighter. Uh, <laughs> that's a great video game. It is. <laughs> it's the opposite of what your mom is. John's, John's wife's nickname. For one. Uh, all right. Uh, she's a penis pacifist. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> While known for writing the Path of the Eldar series, author Gap... Danny? Oh, shit. I thought it was I was about to do the same thing. <laughs> Just uh, make a joke what about is his mom. Dark Angels. I don't know. I'm uh, gonna guess. That is incorrect. All right. Uh, author Gab Thorpe is best known for this popular audio cameo about a certain item. Oh, okay, you can't lead him with the answer. Oh, that would be John? his um, his advert he made for Marlboros about uh, tea drinking Great British tea, though the um, the audio in it is very low. Oh, oh, John, dude, I'm seriously? so sorry, John. We listen to that every other week. Forever. John, I'm so sorry. Judges? It's about biscuits. Oh, oh shit, biscuits. it is. It's <laughs> about biscuits. <laughs> all right, so Fuck. nobody gets that one. I've been watching a lot of the spiffing Brit on YouTube this week. It's all tea-based. Just so we're clear, John, <laughs> the viewers at home listening to this are currently screaming at their uh, radio. That sentence really and hurt Gav, my head. The Gav, viewers listening. I know, it did as soon as I said it. Gav Thorpe is currently at home. <laughs> it was biscuits. <laughs> All right. Shaking well, his fist into the heavens. Uh, I'm showing the score currently at Danny with three, John at 3.1 uh, because of his bonus point. With two answers to go. It's called a handicap. <laughs> I'm sorry, four answers to go, right? We have Wait, two. Oh, no. I, four, I, eight, ten. I have 11. Two answers to go. Um, I don't know. Because do you, you lose points for... Oh, you, oh, you no, lose you don't, points? you don't lose points. Oh, we just... Lose points. You know what? We're trying to build tension. Dave, Dave got... Dave knows the score. He has all the answers. Okay, we should stop trying to control things from afar when we're not involved. I know. Yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so we have uh, ITC, UTC, we all TC for Vegas uh, one and three, and we have a long, strange mob road uh, number three left. John, what, what is, is your choice? What is that mob road? What is that? Do that oh, one, John, because I'm pretty sure we did Oh, no, that I one. did that one already, right? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll do that one because I'll win. No, you won't. Nice. Nice. Uh, all right. So those are. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. We have the two Vegas ones uh, left. Two so Vegas. Uh, so you have Vegas one or Vegas I see you P-A-U-T-I. We all T-P <laughs> for Vegas for three. Bally's Resort and Casino was formerly known as blank until 1986. Yay! Danny was in first. Hooters Incorporated. Ooh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. Damn it. John? Playboy Bunny Ranch. That is correct. <laughs> That is not correct at all. Uh, you are correct. It is not. Uh, the MGM Grand. <laughs> oh. All right. And the final Damn it, really? Is, Damn it, Danny. Our yeah. knowledge about hotels. But the MGM the, Grand is down the way. They, they, they moved it. Yeah, they, oh. they moved okay. it. To they have the location. technology. Right. Whatever. All I right. don't believe you. Final question for one point. Final question. Winner take all here. The ITC season finishes off in Vegas at LVO every year. 
This is the blank. Weird rule changes two weeks after the season starts for arbitrary reasons. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is incorrect, John. Yeah, it's really you fucking even, wrong, you isn't didn't it? Even answer that in the form of a question. Right. It is really fucking wrong, isn't sorry. it? Sorry, I'm gonna need you to form your answer in the form of a question, please. What is strange, unnecessary rule changes two weeks into a season, grandfathering other people in? So you have to take fucking thousand sons with your quote unquote. Death guard, otherwise you're not going to do shit for placing. No, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh, Are you uh, sure? Can I, I'll finish the answer for you, Danny. Oh, please this tell me is what the, the answer blank, is. This is the blank season of the ITC. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to guess. So, uh, what is the sixth season? Sixth season would be correct, Danny. Oh, man, why did you hold six fingers up right then? I don't think I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Why did you hold five fingers and a thumb up then? <laughs> I did not hold any of those up. <laughs> All right, so looking over our board here, I have John with 3.1 and Danny with 4. It looks like today's uh, edition of 40K Jeopardy is goes oh, to man. Danny. Oh, man, congrats, Yet man. again, Thanks. Danny stomps John at something else. Anyway, thanks for joining us, and as always, remember, if it's not finger licking, it's not blue ribbon chicken. Have a great day. Good tell your mom that. <laughs> no, we have to let this whole thing play. <laughs> I mean, it's which- the rules. Is the toilet flush part of it? It oh, is. I thought that so was an the extra trauma. thing you yeah, were doing. No, no, I added that, that in there. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. After all that excitement, we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back talking about what what me and Dave have been up to, which yeah, is we don't care about Danny. Yeah, which is much uh, more exciting than whatever shit Danny's been doing. Yep. If you're a true follower of chaos, enjoy killing Tao scum, fry devilfish for breakfast, drink the blood of fire warriors, collect the bones of croup fodder, desecrate the cockpits of mantas with demonic sigils, sing songs of chaotic praise and joy, when berserkers chain axe overwatching broadsides, hell drake bell flame shield drones into flying discs of spinning fire, and just all around bask in the path to glory, then the Shrine of Chaos podcast is a must listen for you. I'm Mini Wargamer Dave from MiniWarGaming.com, and I invite you to be a champion of chaos. Listen to the Shrine of Chaos podcast wherever podcasts are downloadable. Thank you, Mob Rules, for allowing this message from the Eye of Terror. And we're back. Mm. And with some exciting stuff, I think um, I'll start with what I've been up to. I would appreciate um, that. Because, Dave, you've you've actually done more because I've been um, playing other games and mm. doing other things. Um, but this week, uh, I kind of went insane trying to figure out what I was going to take to a tournament that's going to be in six months um, after a <laughs> massive FAQ and an entire model line release. Or Are you going five. to Adepticon? No, like LVO. <laughs> oh, you only got three months then. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, still, I start going insane. I'd be like, okay, what am I taking? What am I taking? What am I taking? Um, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to live my best life. I'm going to Livingstone my best life. I'm so glad um, we did that first so you could use that. Thank you. Uh, I'm very man, happy it would have been to really too. weird later on if uh it's if, it if would be a long strange of, mob road it if, would. if we had done that later on. Uh so yeah, I just started painting random chaos shit that I liked. So I started painting some obliterators, I painted up a Lord Discordant. Um uh I I really hope obliterators get cheaper because man, those models are amazing. They're really cool. Mm. Um and then And they double as uh, centurions, I hear. 
I mean, yeah, and they have exactly the same size as Abaddon, who I picked up too. And I was talking to Danny about it earlier because before I built him, Danny was like, man, that is such a satisfying, like, great kit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, is it an amazing kit. It yep. is one of, like, you feel putting him together, you're putting together something epic, and you're putting together not just another dude, like something real special and real stupid stuff. Like, I now know how shoulder pads work on Space Marines when they point. And I didn't, I mean, I had an idea before, but I'm like, how do they do it without kind of like cutting into their neck the whole time? But there's like a little servo motor in the shoulder of Abaddon, um, which is the only thing that the shoulder pads on. So it raises and lowers with the, with the arm. I'm like, that's really cool. And then like his chest piece has wires and dials and, and all kinds of things that don't need to be there because they're completely covered. By the chest plate. By mm -hmm. the chest plate and then the symbol on top of the chest plate. Right. So it's almost like someone was given like three months to design Abaddon. They looked at the Jess Goodwin sketch. Boom, boom, boom. Did it in two weeks. And they're like, oh, shit, I don't want to do any more work this summer. Um, fuck. <laughs> Are you done with Abaddon? No, I'm, I'm sculpting um, wires onto his chest. Oh, wires <laughs> oh, on the chest sounds cool, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the really good. Yeah, fine. And then, oh, what you doing? Oh, um, I'm making the greaves on his leg detachable. Oh, cool. Will that make it easier to go in plastic? No. It, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> like, there's a lot of weird kind of cut decisions, and I'm sure some of the undercutting on, like, the knees and the way, like, that goes together is why I was decided. But it was like, I have a way better understanding of how Terminators work now oh, because yeah. of this model kit. That's like, awesome. And it's it just, if, if anyone has a Chaos Army and doesn't own that model, go buy it. It's it's really, really cool. It's way worth it. Way worth it. And as Danny said, super solid on the table too. So I put him together. Um, I purpled up a Lord Discordant. I still need to finish the writer, but the, the actual uh, Hellstalker himself is done. Nice. Um, and that was a really satisfying Jinx, you model. Me a Coke. All right. <laughs> Coke, right? Drug oh. references. Yeah. I see. Yeah, ITC, yeah. UTC. We LTC for Vegas. It's a UTI, actually. Oh, UTI. I'm going to make all of these references throughout the show. I'm so glad I was here for this. Don't make me um, show you that the pen is mightier. I'm sorry. I have my penis, penis reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, but, <laughs> the pen. But yeah, so that's kind of penis. what I've been doing is kind of just painting stuff that I have that I like. Um, I am buying stuff still, obviously. Like I picked up two of the Forge World drills that are coming. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a big eBay lot of Corn Berserkers. Um, they are tangentially related. Um, and then I also... <laughs> And then I also picked up, um, I need to pick up a, another Heldrake. So I think, yeah, I think especially with a lot of the, and I think I talked to you about this a few weeks ago, Danny, like my, my idea of what I want to do is just like waves and waves of assault. So kind of like mm -hmm. turn one, throwing Heldrakes up there, turn two, throwing drills of whatever shit I decided to put in them finally, whether it's six greater possessed or a bunch of corn berserkers or all kinds of things like I even made a crazy list where there was six greater possessed and three master of executions and a drill. And just, it was like the little super, like superhero beat squad that jumped out the drill too that far. Sounds cool. Yeah. Too, too far away because of a stupid Omni scrambler or some shit like that. And then they missed their <laughs> charge because there's no native rerolls really there. Well, then they can just hang out in the drill, man. <laughs> no, they have to disembark when it comes up from the ground. I don't think so. For the, uh, the Terex? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just a transport, man. Oh man, I gotta look at it, but because you can just I, keep it I on the board with dudes the, inside. The, the subterranean assault rule is almost like a um, 
the drop pod the rule, I, I believe, but double check that and I'll, I'll keep talking. Here, while you're talking, I'm going to search. Yeah, 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 you do. Oh, sure. I don't want to have shit for looking up the internet now, Dave. Pay attention to Oh what my gosh, talking. whatever. I'm paying close attention to John. I'm not seeing anything else that's yeah, happening at big the table. <laughs> on over here. Um, I looked at some of the new uh, Christmas boxes that came out. The Chaos box is not great. It's exactly the same as the Apocalypse box, isn't it? And pretty much, yeah. It's just less Marines and no bikes. Yeah, so it's less Marines, no bikes. So it's just yeah. 15 Chaos Space Marines, which I'm hoping it'll get a points drop because really, even though I have cultists like to fill holes because they're 15 points cheaper than Marines and you get double the bodies, um, I'm hoping they drop in points a little to make Marines actually worth taking um, come December time. Because while, well, even then, like chapter approved is what done in the summer, you would say, by summer. So like pre-vigilus, right? Usually. No, it should be done after Vigilus. Post-Vigilus. Oh, so, no. Well, yeah. No. And Sorry. don't forget, too, that the next Psychic Awakening is probably going to have Chaos Marines. Oh, yeah, because we had that wonderful little leak from the Spanish, the, the Spanish lists of what's coming out. And those darn leakers. Those darn leakers. Chaos Sorcerer, 12-1. Yeah. I'm confusing. Ooh. I'm confusing my stores by my local store by putting in orders for stuff. <laughs> What is that? Ahead, yeah. I don't know. You don't just know. Write, just, but I just, want one. Just write it down. And I uh, pre-ordered the White Dwarf Apocrypha because I own all the other Apocryphas and they're very good. Mm, nice. Didn't play any games though. The 40K. So Dave, what did you get up to in the last uh, two weeks? Well, I have been dutifully um, painting up <laughs> purple stuff to get ready because I also, like you, don't have a clue what I'm officially you know, taking love to LVO the, yet. The, the three of us here have predominantly purple armies for a lot of our stuff when we don't have to pick a specific chapter or something. It makes Purple's branding... A, makes, it's a great color. And it makes branding really easier, um, <laughs> especially uh, hammerheadgames.net, uh, carrying Mob Rules merchandise soon uh, for all your measuring needs. Mm. Mm. Merchandising. Did you know that Blue Ribbon Chicken actually has a uh, purple Why? box? Oh. They're, not, they're not paying us, Dave. <laughs> not yet, but if I get, I'll settle for just free chicken in Vegas. Then you'll just get a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the first time. It won't be the last, John. So, John. Yeah. The models in the drill can disembark. They just oh. have to be nine inches away if they oh, do. Oh, good. So you okay. can hang out in there in yeah. safe in your safe tough just sitting vehicle. on your your drill couches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of characters hanging out in a safe space, like a bunch of liberal pussies, those little bitches. <laughs> Master of executions. Oh, there goes all our liberals. <laughs> More like oh man, there were so many. <laughs> there was so many. Was all we had. Uh, um, no, so I, I've been getting stuff. That was a joke. Oh yeah! Don't forget it, guys. Hey, don't forget that was that was a joke. Yeah, if I make a joke about Fox News, don't fucking crucify me, please. (laughs) They did crucify. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) Danny wrote this really eloquent, really long article about dealing with Iron Hands and the Iron Hands meta, and like the first comment was, "Yeah, all the other news organizations suck. Why the fuck you got to pick on Fox News?" (laughs) They're like, "There's." 500 other words there because literally their slogan is fair and balanced that's the whole reason that the joke was there guys it's not because i fucking endorse one over the other whatever jesus man. Whatever. all right sorry i'm a dick you're keep, right keep your politics sorry. out of the podcast dave, yeah my bad dave. dave just sorry talk about your stuff i'm gonna get loopy mad. dave over there <laughs> right so i've been painting up all my purple guys getting them ready because like you i have no idea what i'm taking to lvo I think it'll um, float I, and carry things that are taller than a regular Space Marine. Possibly. Uh, I know that I have a core list that I really want to use. I, I'm expecting to see a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of people using uh, some troops. 
enough troops to hold do engineers and other stuff like that. Question. Yes, go for it. Is the core of your list 1,800 points of repulsors? <laughs> it would be if, it, if I thought it was actually viable. But actually transporting five repulsors down there requires two battle foam bags. Battle foam. They fit underneath the seats of an, an uh, 747. Please, please sponsor us. I need to. I need transports down to Vegas for my models. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The, the The main core of it is uh, chapter master, lieutenant, and uh, three executioners. Uh, because I just I feel like I'm still going to run into the stuff that is going to be a problem for me. So I I yeah. want to have those guns. The executioners are real nice, multi-purpose. I mean, they guns. are. They, they've got a lot of anti horde. They got a lot of other stuff. But I've really fallen in love with whirlwinds. Uh, and not Scorpius whirlwinds. Could so you say? Could, could you say it was a whirlwind romance? I'm just going to continue. A whirlwind that romance. Uh, go for a third time and see if it works. No, it's not funny if you do it a third time. Got it. All right. So uh, yes, uh, so whirlwinds. So I've got one thunderfire cannon, and, and I, I'm. Debating on whether or not I want to take three whirlwinds down there. Uh, whirlwinds at uh, Battle Zone Ursa did absolute work for me. Um, uh, and two people took engineers, and I just was like, "Okay, your engineers are dead." So I, I, I'm trying to figure that out. I just picked up uh, a couple of impulsors, and I'm looking forward to testing those out. I think I might be doing uh, two impulsors with uh, two five man intercessors, just full board mad speed booking across the table uh to get to my enemy and um yeah i i'm i'm just i'm really looking forward to testing some stuff out but I, i'm really starting to feel the pressure of what i need to get yeah no i'm in the same there. boat oh, yeah, for yeah. real dude uh and barring that i looked at uh, the same stuff you did online john and i gotta tell you i am not pleased with those box sets they just don't look good Oh, I will say the Age of Sigmar ones are amazing. They look way better than Again, the 40K ones. And the 40K ones are more like you'll buy anything slut. Well, yeah. okay. So can we talk about that for a minute? Like these boxes? I think oh, that yeah. maybe they're aimed not at us and maybe at somebody who wants to start I, a new one. Oh, no, I, I get it. They're aimed at like parents buying something for their kids. Uh, no, so, Danny. You know. I want a cheap and easy way to add exactly yeah. the models I want to my <laughs> existing force. Exactly. I wish that they did one with just a lot of Primaris Marines, though, like the Chaos Space Marine one, because that one would sell super fast. So I do think that... Where is my the... Chaos Box with fine cast mutilators? Ooh, oh, stop. God. Just stop. Get out. Shut up. You get the yeah, three yeah, masters of execution. This is your house, but get the fuck out. Which mic button is yours? I'm going to mute you for a minute. Purple, purple, uh, two. All right. It's uh, one. Got it. No problem. <laughs> uh, no, I do think the Blood Angels one is actually a pretty solid start to a Blood yeah, Angels was, army. Sans the. They're all predator. really solid starts yeah. to an army. But there's nothing that stops you from just slapping on regular stuff on the Ball Predator, you know, to make it a real Predator and something I mean, viable. But. I think that it comes with all the bits for yeah, Animal Predator, too. Yeah, it does. Too, it does. So. So. But uh, I, I will admit, uh, they shocked me with some of the stuff they revealed, I gotta say. Uh, and, and I wrote a nice uh, Twitter post for those of you that saw it and liked it in comments or whatever. You know, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, everybody who knows me knows that I am a handle junkie. So a red handle had me uh, running around my house looking like... Uh, the woman's soccer team, after scoring a goal, I ripped my shirt off. It was over my head. I was screaming, woo! And my kids whipped hey, out Vuvuzelas. It was nuts. It Dave, was awesome. have you heard <laughs> of red spray paint? <laughs> no, John. Nobody would use red spray paint unless they're trying to play 
Blood Angels, and obviously nobody has them, which is why that they had, felt they had to release a Battle Force box to get people into Blood Angels. I think Angels. it'd be pretty fun to stick one of those sticking out of your fly and walk around. I think that would be pretty pretty good joke. If any red rocket action so, on that painting handle. Uh, so I, I Give I it another week and Dave will have two of the six infinity oh, handles. Dude, we could spray them flesh-colored. <laughs> get your flesh-colored handle. It'll blend right in. Mm. <laughs> um, they're doing a five pack of handles, which would have been nice, you know, oh, yeah. a year ago when I was yep. buying up. All How the much is that one for, for the five pack? Of handles. Same price as five handles cost. They, they, oh, really? they thought it was hilarious to call it the get started handle, uh, box set, which <laughs> made me joke. Which, if they have that exact packaging, I will buy it like immediately. Cause that's hilarious. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not marketed like that on there. Um, but then they've announced a couple of other tools, and I want to take a second to actually voice my opinion without being interrupted on these tools. Okay, um, I'm muting my microphone. You're good. Thank you. Um, so I can interrupt him? Yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry, go ahead. He All looked right. at me really viciously when no, he said that. Actually, I was looking at my mic when I said it. Not, not everything's about you, John. Right. Maybe I was referring False. to Danny. All right. Me, All right, I'm going to shut up. Yeah, yeah. Danny. Here we um, go. <laughs> no, so the, they announced a spray stick, which the idea of a spray stick is not a bad idea. Um, I think that some of the execution behind it using the physics involved are not particularly good because anybody who's ever put together a metal mini or a fine cast mini and used tiny rubber bands to try to hold it to a stick uh, knows that it's going to fall off. Also, people that spray and don't turn their models over using a paint stick I don't even know who you are. I mean, that's you, me. That's me. You don't, you don't spray underneath at all. Well, so I tip my models over on their sides before I spray them normally. So I spray like, so a, you wouldn't be using a paint stick anyway. No, I use a flat piece of plastic, right. like a lid to a box. Right. Like God intended. That's, you know, or a pizza hut box. For I have definitely, you know? oh man, I the amount of pizza boxes that I've used to right? spray miniatures with this. So huge. I but, use, for when I'm doing horde armies, just to, and I know I'm interrupting you when I said I'm yeah, no, myself, okay. I'm not interrupting you. I use a, a five gallon paint stick and painter's tape. And I tape them down to the stick and kind of that way you can turn it around. Like Correct. all of my elder guardians were, were painted that way. So you're moving it around. Uh, in the example pictures they show, I... There's a couple, I take a couple issues with it. Number, number one is that the rubber bands look like they are not tight on it at all. Well, right. maybe they will be. I mean, well, and that was on larger bases. So. You know, I think as well, listening to this, we're going to make a YouTube video. Where we're going to buy one and then we're going to stress test it. I'm sure. Um, gonna, well, we're going to buy. You could have rubber band me to it. We're going to buy five <laughs> or six because we will rubber band ridiculous shit onto a 32 millimeter base. <laughs> right. And stress test it. Um, this ball of lead. <laughs> The it's marital aid. <laughs> Will it hold? Asterisk. Inside joke from before. All right. So uh. the, I just, I don't, you know, what I, I like the direction they're going with it, but I just don't think that their physicists have completely thought it through. Um, it, it, well, for the weight of models and stuff like that, the rubber bands where they're holding it, the more paint you get on there, the less, uh, the more likely the rubber bands are to crack and break. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, and they'll, they'll probably break over time too. I mean, yeah, yeah, they'll sell Citadel so, bands like ten dollars for two. It'll be fine. Right. I can see the the best use for it actually being buying it and putting blue tack on it and sticking your models on it with blue tack. Oh man, that would make me nervous. I know blue tack is sticky. Like it's, I just worry about I'm, my I'm, models well, staying on there. I you know I know a lot of people that use blue tack to hold all their models on and stuff. I am not one of those people because I can't use it. 
if I, I'm with you. I just, I don't trust it. And I'd rather have, I'd rather use a pair of surgical clamps to hold the model by my hand one at a time spray and then set it down on my pizza box or, you know, some, something else where I know that mm. I'm totally secure. Um, they also announced a paint holder. Yeah, that was smart. I thought, it, well, yeah, except I think a, a trifold paint holder doesn't do you any good unless you have three paints in it. So if you only have one open and you're doing a wash, like most people have in the past, you're putting it on one corner of it and that's not any stabler than having it loose. Yeah, it is. Not really. Depends if you, on how weighted it is. No, it just depends on what direction it gets bumped in. Right. And but, so, but like put three in it, then you have three and you can, you can cycle between them. I think that's, I think it's I mean, a good idea. I, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're putting three in it, it's probably great, but there have been other paint holders that have already been 3d designed that they could have contacted the people and said, Hey, we want to mass produce this or, well, why would they pay for that? Then they, they, just pay, do they had to pay somebody to design it to begin with. Probably the dude who designed Abaddon in, in spare time. Highly unlikely. <laughs> what are they doing? Servos or hoses. <laughs> hey, are, they're going to be like, hey, are you available Underneath to... Underneath it is like this hey, intricate mural. Are you available to design the new James R? Uh, no, I'm designing a paint pot holder. Great. <laughs> awesome. Well, in that case, well, I can't, I can't wait to buy that plan. $60 kit and put it together and see how exactly paint pot holders raise and lower their shoulder arms with servos yep. and, uh, yeah. and all of and the, then you'll how know. their servitors yeah. apply and their then you'll know. paint pot armor. Um, I, I like it. I like the direction. I like that they're listening to the community because there has been an outcry for a while now of people who spill wash and stuff like that where they're like, oh, if only there was I just a- thought it was a joke. There's going to be one wash? person who's yeah. like, this is my whole you identity. You never spilled wash, you fucking- No? No. Uh, Dude, I'm careful I've around my pants. I've seen you spill wash. No, never. Um, I think there's going to be uh, one person, though, who's like making jokes about spilling washes, my whole identity, and you bastards took it away from me. Yeah. Um, but I, I did end up by saying, listen, I, I will happily review any and all of these products. I, I feel like I haven't been wrong in the past about what is going to be good. When they announced the paint handle, mm-hmm. I literally said, that's going to sell out. They're, you cannot make enough of those fast enough. And GW could not make enough of those fast enough. Until they could. Until they could. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, you know, I just don't think the other two items are that good. And yeah, let's be honest. A red paint handle doesn't, it's not necessary. Uh, like, false really red it, goes faster. Right. So you use the I red mean, ones for hordes. It, it's it's still fine. Got it. But, you know, it's just, it, and they, the thing is it doesn't say Citadel color or it doesn't say Citadel on the handle anymore. Now it says Citadel color, which is their new paint line. So I get it. It's a rebranding thing. For the new colors, really, what it boils down to. Well, all I know is I have a half page of notes written down for a video uh, doing extreme tests. I see that you have a half page of notes written down. I'm so glad I gave you a piece of paper today and you weren't just writing on your table like normal. That's, yeah, I'm surprised I even (laughs) know how to write. That's why I have the butcher paper down for the crayons. (laughs) (laughs) We all thought it was for his son. Uh, And that, other than that, I've been actually working on a super secret project that with uh, Dan the Lonely Hammock, who is a Warhammer hero, actually. Uh, for a music video that we have put together uh, that should hopefully be released by today. So if you can, nice draw, nice mushroom, Danny. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you should be able to find it on YouTube. I'll have a link to it uh, on our Facebook page and on our, hopefully I'll be able to have it on our YouTube. If not, you know, I'll link to Dan's Um Let's link to Dan's and see how many copyright strikes he gets first. Oh, it's going to be all of them. Okay, let's yeah. link to I mean, Dan's. I, I wrote, There's only so many we can have. Uh, I wrote the song. Dan played the music for it. 
mm-hmm. uh, and sang it. And then uh, he and I appear in the video. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the way it's turning out. I'm, it's pretty awesome. So other than that, that's uh, what I've been up to, guys. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what Danny's been up to. Because Danny has been uh, a bad world traveling forker. From he's traveled from the west coast of America in Alaska here to the west coast of America, and he got robbed in a diner while he was down there. Do you hear about that? I'm sure I robbed them in a diner. He just wanted his wallet back, the one that said "bad motherfucker." Yeah. Do you have a single wound? A standard bolt gun. Having trouble maintaining an acceptable Xenos kill count? Only barely over two meters tall? Maybe it's time to ask your lieutenant if the Rubicon Primaris is right for you. The Rubicon Primaris is a prescription process that helps you to update that tired look. You may notice an increase in your purging abilities after two to, within two to four hours. You may experience loss of life, additional organs, and a points increase. Do not take the Rubicon if you plan on fitting into rhinos, drop pods, or other traditional vehicles. The Rubicon Primaris is not intended for second founding chapters. The Rubicon Primaris is for use on genetically enhanced super soldiers over the age of 800 only. You are encouraged to report negative side effects to your company's apothecary. The Rubicon Primaris. Because sometimes plot armor is just not enough. Uh, and we're back. Sorry, Dave, you're going to say something. Well, I was going to remind you that now is the perfect opportunity to thank all our Patreons for uh, helping us get stuff done. And oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, for, for like sure. Stickers and uh, that Danny was able to, we were able to have ready for Danny. And yeah, they they keep the lights running here, and I, I very much appreciate it. We're excited to see you guys in Vegas. I was able to make it rain on a couple of people, so that was pretty great. Not with Patreon money, with stickers. Oh, correct. Sorry, yes. And personal money, because strippers. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, Wonderful. No, I was hoping to talk to mention that before as we could discuss it before we went live, but you hit the button, so never mind. I did, and now you we've know, done it. Thanks, you, Patreon guys. You know we don't edit here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then big thanks to their support as well. We're going to be able to do some uh, very extreme hobby tool testing um, mm-hmm. uh, coming up here to find the limits of Citadel paint products. Mm-hmm. My favorite note that you made there is, uh, will you get arrested for having a flesh-colored paint handle out of your pants walking around a mall? <laughs> it's called a prop, and there's magnets involved. That'll be fine. <laughs> but, not a marital. <laughs> but while Dave and I, we're, we're busy at home um, maritalating and, and making models and <laughs> painting shit purple. Please say you're going to edit that bit out. I don't need people to think you and I are marital aiding together. (laughs) It's called a wife swap, John. We once said we wouldn't ever talk about it again. Except on episode 60. Do not edit, Dave. How many times must I say this? Um, But yeah, while Dave and I were painting our models purple, Danny was painting Southern California red. Oh. Oh. Uh, As he took part in uh, Frontline Gaming's uh, newest major, the SoCal Open. Yeah, what a great time. So I think oh. it's it's the third year of the SoCal. Third year of SoCal. It, it's yeah. a super major. It's huge. So well, I mean it's pretty big. I mean it's not LVO, right? Like nothing is. No. That's what John's wife said. No. I mean so, it's you can still have fun with it, but there's I, a lot bigger out there. I think that there's that's that's like the it's like your fucking <laughs> God, it's like your it's like your tagline, man. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. <laughs> that was the tagline on your sex tape, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Um, you I get within six the, inches, of, you're gonna obliterate everything. At least my sex tape was made in the time when, like, you could have noise and music, and then hey, not just some dude in a piano. They were called and no cards. Wonders. They were like, "It's okay, it happens." <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would watch a silent porno film now. Actually, I mean, thanks Patreon for funding the yep. silent porno project, right? Yeah. Like his, like the one entitled "Writing Crop Party." <laughs> <laughs> bother <laughs> all right so i went to socal open socal is probably in its third year like we said i think it's the fourth or fifth largest gt in the world or, well, or event in the world i'm making notes for the next uh 40 k jeopardy oh okay why cool is it, why is there a penis drawn on the back of this yep. one you can thank me no uh, right. please please do not respect that i tried to draw a penis you pulled your picture of four kidney beans away from me <laughs> so i could not draw a penis so no you cannot fridge. you cannot tell that joke why do you need to draw a terrain setup on your fridge because my kids don't do art for me that's anymore. how he practices yeah. how he practices with magnets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but anyway so I've been busy the last couple of weeks uh, prepping for that event. So I've been painting and building and doing everything at the last minute like I always do. So it was great, great fun. And delivering just absolute beatdowns to people as you practice your list. Oh, yeah. I did do some pretty good beatdowns on people. So the list turns out is pretty good. Um, I was pretty happy with how, uh, how it came out in general. Uh, the list I took, and you can look at this on BCP if you'd like. Um, I have uh, a narrow wing, a spearhead, and a battalion. They're all iron hands. And I'm running iron hands chapter tactics as well. I'm not running a successor because successor chapters are for punks. And this is a post-FAQ fun time, right? Correct, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, so that, you know, you had to actually use skill to win instead of uh, just well, relying on the Okay. Well, Spoilers. <laughs> Don't let them see behind the curtain, Jeremy. <laughs> Look, man, I'm I mean I'm 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 okay. Like I'm not I'm not a fucking super genius or anything. That's not true. Um anyway, so uh so my airwing, I had three Stormhawk interceptors. I had a, in my spearhead I had two Edferios leading that. Smart. Um Smart. And then I had uh, a, Levi- a Relic Leviathan Dreadnought with 300 killer missiles, two heavy flamers, and two storm cannon rays. Did you model uh, the uh, hunter killer missiles? I did. Okay. It com- they actually come on the model. They're like So for 30K, it's a Phosphex launcher, um, but it's like three little tiny missiles that go on top of his carapace. All right, cool. And a little pod. Um, and then I've got, uh, let's see, two units of three eliminators with uh, bolt rifles and, interse- and the uh, instigator bolt carbine so they can fall back after firing overwatch. Okay. Well, not fall back, but they can move six inches. Um, and then a Thunderfire Cannon. And then I had a battalion uh, with a Primaris Lieutenant who was my Warlord I, with a Power Sword. I had a Primaris Librarian. Um, I had a unit of five Sniper Scouts, five Tactical Marines with Bolters and a Chainsword, and five Intercessors with Stalker Bolt Rifles and a Chainsword on the Sergeant. Right. Oh, and then I also had a Whirlwind Scorpius. That's important. And maybe most importantly... Uh, the most recent addition to my list was five assault centurions with hurricane bolters and flamers. Yeah. So don't forget, folks, that uh, if you have the BCP app subscription, you can look at his list and any of the other lists of the people that he played with. Mm-hmm. Or from a and few cowards. Yeah. There were a couple of people that didn't have lists uploaded, actually. I, I thought that was actually mandatory. Uh, yeah. I think maybe some people were having problems with it or something. So they didn't make, I saw a couple of them that were in there that weren't loaded up, but whatever. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Cowards. I'm sure they had approval from the judges. Um, let's see here. Okay. So, uh, I got down there on, uh, Friday. Yeah. I got down there like Friday afternoon. Um, my in-laws just moved into town, so I had a nice place to stay. 
In San, um, uh, San Diego, right? In San Diego. Yeah, they live in Escondido, which is like, so it's like an hour away from the venue, but it's like, uh, well, from the airport, but it's like 30 minutes from the venue or something like that. So I just drove every day, um, which was nice. Like, you don't know, I don't normally get to go to a big tournament where I get to drive home at night and like go to sleep in a nice bed. Um, so that was definitely nice. Um, but uh, my trip down there in Seattle, I stopped uh, at the airport and I was... As you would. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You know, during a layover, right? And so we're waiting to board. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And This, this is s- my stop. Eric, could you land here? <laughs> and this nice gentleman approaches me and says, hey, Danny, how's it going? And I said, oh, hey, Peter. So it was Peter the Falcon was at my... I'm sorry, uh, could you say that again? Peter the Falcon? <laughs> yeah, nice. Good, right. good impression. That's exactly what he sounds like in I real life, too. I imagine, yeah. Um, he, he has a falcon. <laughs> I was told I was mistaken that he is not an actual falcon, um, but I am correct that he, he has only a pl- pet falcon. <laughs> no, he only plays one on the radio. <laughs> um, so, but he did sleep in at a Holiday Inn Express last night. So, <laughs> I don't know if he did much sleeping on no. this trip. Anyway, uh, so uh, did, did he? <laughs> the uh, we he 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 said, "Hey, by the way." Um, Pablo just told me that he might not be able to come pick me up from the airport. Is there any way? So he said, are, how are you getting like to the place you're staying? I'm like, oh, I rented a car. Do you want a ride? He's like, yes. If Pablo falls through, please give me a ride. So did you get uh, like a car big enough for your army, his uh, Falcon, him and you? Or did the Falcon have to like get tied to the antenna in a, ca- I mean, I imagine <laughs> like a big canary cage. Well, yeah, it's a big out. cage with like a, you know, it has a hood over the top of it. So it keeps the sunlight out because well, that keeps the birds calm. I mean, that I don't just know if you knew this. He bought us, he bought an extra seat on the airplane for it. I don't know if you know this, but that seems like a waste of good cloth to cover the entire cage. And all you have to do is put it over its eyes. Come on, any Man. good falconer knows well, this. Well, yeah, but you don't want other people sticking their fingers in there where the falcon can bite them off Dude, or he's snatch making, them up. Look, okay, if, if the lesson of Binky, the polar bear, and the Australian woman from Alaska oh isn't going to hold true. People need to learn. All hey, right. He he is making stat center money. He can afford the finest cover for a cage. And that is the last word on the map. It's made of pure plastic bags. <laughs> <laughs> he had to poke a couple holes in it so the falcon wouldn't suffocate. Anyway, so uh, we get there. That's uh, how you get kids, Danny. Pablo... Uh, uh, Pablo couldn't make it, so I ended up giving Peter a ride to the venue beforehand. Um, so I stopped in, chatted with Pablo a little bit. Uh, he mentioned he would love to come up again for Ursa, and I said he definitely should. Was this yeah. before? So you're going to avenge your loss? Oh man, I want to crush him real bad. Was this before or after he <laughs> and said, then play 40K? Uh, who are you? No, he recognized me right away. You don't got to lie to us. It's okay. Pablo's a big name star. All yeah, right. that's true. He is. Yeah, he's a 40K celebrity, quote unquote. Anyway, which, which is the greatest and saddest term I've ever heard <laughs> at the same time. Um, <laughs> uh, so then I, I went, I went to my in-laws and hung out for the night. Uh, you know, just kind of tried to relax, um, put my, got my army ready for the next day. Cause I had to wake up bright and early cause the tournament started at 9am and you had an sharp. hour drive. Yeah, roughly. I mean, there and back again. Right. Oh man, what if something happened on the four hundred five? How would it, would that have really impacted you getting there in time? Did I just took the back roads actually, which was nice. I didn't That's have to do much high. Yeah, yeah, I do like to go. I do like to go a little off road, a little mudding, if you know what I mean. Wink. So yeah, wink. This thrilling <laughs> California traffic report brought to you by Innuendo. <laughs> um, so uh, I got there early in the morning. Um, I was ready to play. I felt pretty confident. Um, I was just waking up. Uh, my first match was against uh, Rob Hartford. Rob Hartford is from the Pacific Northwest. He brought a dark. He brought a dark Eldar list. Um, and so I don't know if he's actually played against the New Marines before. 
Um, so I would say it was fairly an eye-opening experience for him. He did he did some pretty cool moves and kept in the game, so he kept the primary score like going pretty good. But by about turn three, he kind of petered out of maybe it was turn four. He kind of like petered out of models that he had left in his army. Okay, so I mean. That can happen. Yeah, sure. Like, I think I lost, like, mostly I lost a couple of planes. Um, and I think I lost uh, two, maybe one or two assault centurions. I'm not sure. So the recurring theme that I've noticed against uh, Iron Hands is that Iron Hands beat you in a submission by just kind of getting your model count lower and lower so you just can't do stuff. Oh, and it's that's, totally a battle of attrition, right? Yeah. Like, uh, they're, they're all about attrition. So that that's probably going to be a theme. I'm I'm assuming for most of your games. Um. Yeah. 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 I think I would say that's probably true, except for the games where I just like it's just a blowout and I wreck my opponent so fast that he can't really deal with it. And his, so his name is John Miller, and you will respect him. <laughs> I won't. Any. I refuse. <laughs> like I refuse. Except for <laughs> games where it's just a blowout. So. Um, yeah, I think that was I think that was a tough matchup for him. Uh, I mean, I think I do really well against uh, against that kind of army. He had a lot of grotesques, and while those were probably really good a while ago, um, they weren't very good against centurions or the amount of storm cannon shots that I could bring to the table. Okay, that makes so, sense. I mean, the grotesques are uh, what two, three wound models, four wound models, four wound models. So yep. with a four up in bowl yeah. and a six up field of pain, okay. two damage weapons tend to put them down fairly fairly quick. They so. did kill them pretty quick. Um, and so then my next game, I played against uh, Alan Marshall. Alan Marshall had uh, an ultramarine army. Um, it was kind of like, it was almost a mirror match. Um, uh, I deployed really defensively, um, and then I actually seized the initiative. Um, so this game was a game that, that was... I hear seizing's going away, hopefully, in the next season of ITC. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be fine with that. Or at, least, or at least on the missions where you have to deploy your entire army, I'd be fine with that. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um or maybe on the or maybe on the counter deploy, like where each person, like you, like you're de- like you're deploying back and forth, that'd be fine if C's went away on that one. It might be good if the C's stayed in for the missions that uh, you have to uh, you have to deploy all against your opponent, um, because that way it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit, so that you yeah. can't just deploy super aggressively and know you're going first. Yeah. Um, that way you have to play a little bit more conservative. Anyway, so uh, this game was like me being pretty hype for my last win or for my first win. And then me playing like total dog shit the entire time. So I made a bunch of tactical mistakes. I, I measured out a distance. Like I moved my Leviathan up and I thought he was within 24 inches of an enemy model. And he was about a quarter inch out when we actually measured it. And so, um, I wasn't able to like, uh, were like, you using a Stanley tape measure? Because if you'd been using a Stanley, they, they still don't Stanley sponsor. It would have, it would have stretched into an extra quarter inch. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's the title of Dave Sachs, Dave. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is that extra quarter inch. It's true that that that's the tickle spot, right? Um, so I <laughs> tickle spot. I so I I played the best that I could. Um, like I really fucked up that first turn, um, and uh, I should have played a lot better with my centurions. Um, like I got them out thinking like I didn't pre-measure, which again was stupid. Like I always pre-measure, I pre-measure this stuff often. Like my eye is pretty good about this stuff and I was way further out than I thought I was. So I needed a 10 inch charge to make it into combat with my centurions. And so like I put them out, they had the plus one save power on them. So they're rocking a one up, but I left them so that they weren't towing cover. 
So, like, if I would have done that, they would have been the zero up, and I would have had no problems against his army. Um, and I was still would have been able to shoot and everything else. So that was, like, stupid, stupid, stupid stuff that I was doing. And so that cost me almost the entire unit of Centurions, I would say. Was was that um, after the Dreadnought measuring? Yeah, so that was turn. So you, you probably were a little bit tilted at that point in time? No, I don't get tilted. So that's not something that happens to me. Oh, well, lot of fucking dumb, Mr. Yeah. Superman. Uh, so... Yeah, I just, I just, I, it just, I'm, I'm pretty even keeled. Like it takes a lot to get me really upset. Um, so I just, I just, I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't measuring correctly. And so I really screwed the pooch on that one. Anyway. Um, so I, I failed that charge. He killed the Centurions. He killed all my planes on the first turn too, which was pretty rough. Um, he had a, a stalker with Cronus in it. And that thing did a ton of work. He used Skyfire on it, and he had one hunter killer missile and rolled the six on the Oof. on the wound roll, so it does double damage. Ouch! So he did like ten damage to a flyer with the one missile. Yikes! <laughs> um, so that was that was pretty harsh. So yeah, losing all three flyers in the first turn sucked. Um, but you know it is what it is. Um, I I did the best I could. I I made some really good plays though later late in the game. Um, to where I, I wrapped, he got too close to my, uh, intercessors with his Leviathan dreadnought and I was able to charge out of a magic box and wrap it. And they were also in range of an objective, the center objective. And it was the three objective mission. So nice. I was able to hold more and kill more on that turn. So I scored a bunch of points. So I really was evening up the score. And then I also, and then I made my third final and really shitty mistake where I pulled casualties incorrectly and he was able to kill my tactical squad with Tigerius in close combat, mm. um, which was unfortunate. Had they lived, that would have scored me another two points, which would have been huge for like, cause I would have gone, I got basically, I played not only that, I also didn't move my planes into recon on the first turn. I just, I really, I really played very poorly this game. So it was my game to lose. I lost the game uh, 26 to 21. So like it, I didn't even lose very hard. Like mm-hmm. I was really right. making up points in the last turn. My, or in the last few turns. My but Leviathan those like Dreadnought, three or so misplays really yeah. cost you the five, oh, six points. Oh man, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, my Leviathan Dreadnought exploded though and did like 20 mortal wounds to his army. So Jesus. that was, that was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty clutch. Well, they have a nine inch radius of explosion. Yeah, and so they I had caught like the atomic reactor or something, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So so uh, I play. So I lost that game, which is you know that is what it is. Like you, it's okay to lose some games. Um. Next game. No, never. <laughs> you can't learn if you don't lose, John. I, that's the tenant of growth. So I learn from the screams of my opponents. Um. So next game I played against uh, Bridger Han, which was probably one of the nicest guys that I have ever played against. He was super fun. Like, he we got up to the table. He saw I was playing Iron Hands. He was playing Ultramarines, and we just immediately started a really great banter and had a really good time playing our game. Like, it was really pleasant game. Was the initial banter like, "Well, fuck, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yep." And he had uh, his list was really unique because he had a unit of five Devastator Centurions with all las cannons. <laughs> Ooh, wow yeah. which which i think actually do a lot of work against a lot of matchups because it's a lot of last yeah it is um that's so what, 10 last cannons right yeah plus 60 bolter shots right so that's also pretty good um anyway uh so uh so we we played in this table this table was so crazy there were eight magic boxes on this table that's like nine too many it's a lot um 
So, but it was, I would say the magic boxes were better for him than they were for me. Um, because he had two units of six aggressors and the centurions. Mm. So they could all hide in the buildings. Oh yeah. 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 And, uh, so I got first turn in this game. So this is one of the only, so the ultimate game and this game were the only games that I got first turn. Every other game I played, I got second either by choice or that's just the way it rolled out. And that was fine. Cause I like going second. Um, so my first turn, I blew up his Thunderfire Cannon, just like I did against the Ultramarines player, which removed all of his indirect fire, which smart. meant that, like, Very I smart. have the Scorpius and the Thunderfire Cannon to nothing. So right. basically, that puts him on a timer. So now he, his words, actually, he's like, great, now I'm on a timer. Like, because you can just kill all my stuff out of line of sight. And I'm like, yep, pretty much. That's the way it's going to go. He's like, okay, well then. That's why I like, that's why I'm seriously looking at three whirlwinds. It's not optimal, uh, and I... I just, I really yeah. like the ability to be able to kill all the stuff out of line of sight, you know? I guess. I, I don't know. Pants in a suspe- or belt and suspenders, man. Um, it's too much. It does the same thing. So, uh, is that a Canadian proverb? I wouldn't know. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so, so he was like, all right, well, I have to get in there and try and do some stuff. So he did a cool move where he advanced Tigerius out of the building um and cast null zone and it hit my leviathan Ooh! i tried to do the the auto deny psychic power um to where oh, on I the could, four plus on the four plus but i failed the reroll so i tried it and then tried it again and failed both so it was like 75 percent chance to work but it didn't work and i wasted three cp on that so that was harsh um yeah okay yeah so uh uh anyway um so I, uh, sorry. <laughs> so I set up the, uh, uh, so he set up Gulliman to charge my Leviathan after this. So, oh, so he was also rocking Gulliman. Oh yeah. Sorry. So he had Gulliman, Tigerius, Cassius. He, I mean, he had the whole cast, right? He just, so he just, he stopped at McCrag on the way to, <laughs> to SoCal and, <laughs> yeah, and got exactly. there and just threw down. Heroes of the chapter here to save the day. Um, so by their I, powers combined, <laughs> he was like, all right, we well, are not that overpowered anymore, but still annoying. <laughs> Uh, no, Ultramarines are great, man. That's a good book Was it, for sure. It it's is. very versatile. So I meant to ask you for these two Ultramarine players: were they using Primaris Tigerius, or were they using yeah, of course, Tigerius? no Primaris all the way. He's so much better. You need so okay. You cannot take. I don't think you can take a normal librarian anymore. I don't think it's worth it. Oh, I, I, like in general. Well, I meant uh, normal Tigerius. Technically, you still can. He's in the index. Sure, but, but why? I, I know I uh, points. I don't know. Maybe because like Primaris Tigers has a, so much other stuff going oh, for him I, too. I think everybody should be in Primaris. Sure, I would love to see Primaris Centurions. I might actually use them. Then. Ooh, a Primaris Emperor. Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so he charges Gulliman into the Leviathan Dreadnought, and I'm like, well, you know what? I've got the Warlord trait where I can just consolidate away six inches after he fights, so I don't have to worry about him fighting twice. Um, I'm just going to walk away from him. I'm not going to overwatch him to death. I can just kill him on my turn with all my other shots. So <laughs> I, uh, he, he swings with might of heroes up as well. So we strength nine with the sword, which is good. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, and he gets like, I don't know, seven or eight attacks or something like that. And does with my half damage threat popped, he rolled no sixes for mortal wounds, which was a bummer for him. Oof. Um, he got, uh, I think I think Dave, I could take your um, your track for the last two minutes uh, recorded and just have like really good reactions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if he you did. Gotta, hold on, you got a strength nine Gulliman. He's got seven attacks because he charged. You said right? Yep. 
So he charged. So he charged in. He's strength nine, which seven attacks, mortal wounds on sixes. Uh, the odds of killing the Leviathan. Well, I'm really bad. How, really yeah. bad. I mean, don't do, you I, should kids. This, so this was the mistake that he 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 took home. He's like, man, I should not have done that. Yeah, I mean. For, that's that's what I mean. Is first off, it's it's not good to begin with. Uh, at best, you maybe do let's see, seven attacks to you, six, you one and a half, two mortal wounds, if roughly, uh, statistically. Math hammered. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thank you. Yep. Um, and then they're D three on the on the sword for everything. He they're gets flat through. three. Is it? Oh, flat three. Oh, that's right. They changed that. Yeah. Uh, flat three. I mean, he's gonna probably wound. Let's see. He rerolls ones, so half of them should get all the hits through. It's way more than half. So he so he should hit like all time all the all times pretty much, and then he wounds like eighty percent of the time roughly. So it's like seventy eight percent. So he probably so basically this is what happened. He did five wounds to me after saves, right? Um, and so I took I took four damage because I rolled a feel no pain, and so and then I said okay I'm leaving. Oh I'm still at full tier. Like you're outside of three inches. So right. You can't consolidate and fight me again. Um, like. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's not going to go so, well for you. So you walk, or heroically intervene, you mean? No, no. So my Dreadnought has the Warlord trait, so he can consolidate six inches no matter the direction. So he doesn't have to go towards the closest enemy. So he literally doesn't fall back. He just walks out of combat at the end of combat. Right. No, no. I, I'm, I'm familiar with the Warlord trait. It was more of, so I, I, would, I was confused thinking that you were saying that Bobby G would consolidate into you. Well, so After he could left. spend three CP to fight. Oh no, that that stratagem doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah, for for space marines. Okay. So anyway, so I was out of range for him to for him to do anything to me, and I just shot him off the table on the next turn. Even when he got back up, I then assaulted him with assault assault centurions, and they killed him. Isn't it at the end of the battle round that he gets back up? No, it's at the end of the phase. Is it the end of the phase? Yep. Okay. At least that's the way he played it. I don't know. I don't play Goleman. I don't know how that shit works. So uh, anyway, so. Like, meanwhile, all my planes are flying around, killing all this stuff. It was a really brutal game. Um, but, like, couldn't be a nicer guy. Um, I know he does, like, Warhammer videos online with Brian Pullen, the guy who won uh, SoCal. So he's, like, the producer for his channel. Oh, shit. And so he was playing. Did you give him your business card? <laughs> I gave him a lot of stickers. He was pretty happy about that. Nice. Um, but he was a super nice guy. We kept up with each other throughout the event. It was it was fun to, fun to talk to him. Um, so I won that game, like, 36 to 8. It was a pretty pretty brutal beatdown. Um, so I was two and one after day one, um, and meanwhile I've been hanging. I've been uh, seeing one of our listeners, Kyle. So first of all, let's just establish this. Oh yeah, shout out to Kyle. Yeah, seriously. In case we haven't enough yet. Yeah. So uh, for those who may remember, uh, Kyle was the lovely gentleman who saved my life at LVO when he gave me a giant b- pineapple beer. <laughs> I, that is not an understatement. He was literally dying. <laughs> I was I was losing my game super badly, um, and uh, yeah, and so I so he gave me this like liter beer, which I immediately slammed while I was playing my game. My opponent's like, "Are you okay? <laughs> not as not as ba- badly as you're about to feel. <laughs> Pass out." Um, I would like to say that I remember Kyle giving me a giant liter beer, but um, all I know is that there's a, a quick blur because something happened. I drank something and then I was passed out. So oh. yeah. <laughs> my 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 tushy felt weird. My tolerance <laughs> is a lot lower than Danny's. <laughs> so when I chugged the liter beer, or I assume I chugged it, um, that was it for me. All right. Well, um, so uh, so I I hung out with Kyle that night. I went with uh, him and some of his friends to a pizza place, which was really fun. We was it some shakies? Beers. 
No, it was a good pizza place. Man, fucking Shakey's. I miss out. I miss you so much, Shakey's. So that was super fun. We had some great conversation and talked about some stuff. Kyle showed me stuff that he's pulled out of people's butts. So that was professionally. So that was pretty rad. Um, and personally. I'm sorry. I'm going to uh, hold, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm going to need a minute to process that. Um, and also usually, make a, make usually a mental note you. not to accept any pocket watches from Kyle. <laughs> yeah, so, so Kyle gave me this really awesome pocket watch. <laughs> I see that it's been repainted too. Yeah. <laughs> It does. It smells fine, though. I mean, it's 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 got a fine yeah. odor. I was gonna like, say, like Dave. A, like usually, it takes you longer yeah. than a minute to be like shorter than a minute to be okay with things being pulled out of asses. That was a compliment. What? All right, because you said it's gonna um, take a minute for you to understand <laughs> stuff coming out of an ass, and I'm like, usually mm, it takes you so, shorter than that. So, it, so. I don't need you to explain things coming out of asses. Kyle's me, a great guy. Oh, he also fuck you. I'm going to rim show that joke. There you go. See, that deserved that. That was funny. Stop it, Dave. He also gave me an excellent I'm going to keep kicking beer, this goddamn drum set. Which was awesome. He gave you a coffee. Oh. Yeah, coffee beer Kyle, this time. save yeah. coffee Kyle. beer for me for LVO. Which, which he snuck into the event. Oh, he also gave me a bolter, sh- a bolter show don't shot glass. He, oh, okay, wait. Should we have to change his name if he's sneaking out yeah, calling into things? They made um, it like a really big thing. Oh, they were gonna, yeah. Karn. Well, I didn't say his last name. Karn. There's probably a lot of Kyles there, guys. A lot of fucking Chads there. Yeah, I'm oh sure. man, well this guy. <laughs> I pointed to myself for the listeners who couldn't extrapolate that. Oh, did you? Because um, I, I thought you pointed to me, and I was like, "Why am I?" At yeah, no. Just would, remember, Danny. Every time you point your finger at somebody else, you're pointing four back at you or something. Three. I'm not sure. Fool me once, shame on me. Oh wait, I got this one. Thanks. Ruin my joke. Fucking why ruin is this yours. Drum, why do you have so many drum kits in your house? <laughs> yeah. Each sound is a new drum kit. <laughs> I'm very in debt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so roll on day two. Uh, day that, two. That's the deodorant you put on? Yep. Speed yep. stick? Yeah, right. No, I use Old Spice. So For ladies. I, they put up pairings on for round four the night before, and I saw that I was going to play uh, Michael Tempe. Now, Michael Tempe is a host of the uh, uh, the High Lords of Terra podcast, which is an excellent podcast if you're into competitive 40K and you want to listen to or some guys. Or good podcasts. Yeah, or good podcasts. Uh, go ahead and check that out. I think it's pretty solid. It's a, gr- it's a great show. It's a great show. Uh, so, uh, I put, I decided that this was a uh, battle for the podcast. So whoever won this would own the other person's podcast. Uh, oh shit. No in perpetuity. You've, why do you keep selling my podcast <laughs> wherever you go? LVO, SoCal, Jesus. Cause you gave me the executive power. You should read all the documents yes, I make you seriously. sign, John. <laughs> going to go back to reading. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, I won't. Why won't it read? Um, and so, uh, yeah. So Michael has Michael's one of the best Necron players probably I, I in the country. Wasn't he top, uh, top. He was one. number one for for a bit, but uh, there's some folks in Texas who have really good records as well. I think okay. he's in third right now. That's um, good. So he's still doing really good. I mean, he's close to them for sure. Yeah, no, and we've chatted with him in other formats before, mm-hmm. and, and yep. totally likable guy. So oh man, I can imagine so this being like a in great person. Game. He's like twice as nice as that. That's, is that possible? I don't know. Is he Canadian? No, he's just really nice, man. Oof. He might not. I mean, maybe he's Canadian. I don't think he is, but maybe. Is he sh- I didn't hear is him he say Italian a or anything. By way of Canada. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, he was playing Necrons. He had uh, 
uh, three three doom scythes, uh, three doomsday arcs, um, three tesseract arcs, which are Ooh. a different thing that you don't normally see. Yeah, um, a unit of scarabs, three units of five immortals, and uh, a couple of characters. So three characters total. Three units of five immortals. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I like the immortals. Yeah. Thanks, John. You're I can, welcome. I can math. I just don't read. That's how Danny owns the podcast. Math hammered. <laughs> so I don't believe that's your voice in that sound clip there, Dave. <laughs> and I'm buying my uh, baby's first board. <laughs> of dueling sound clips. Um, so but, this list is actually like, it's probably a really great list yeah. against a lot of people, but man, my flyers just take apart this list really hard. Yeah. Hashtag Iron um, Hands 2019. Right, well, uh, this okay. This list is probably really good against a lot of people, but... Well, okay. So I think that the Iron Hands list is probably is good against it's it's a, like my list is definitely an all ta- an all comers list. Like it's good against pretty much you anything. You do love taking all the comers, mm, just like your mom. Yeah, I'll take the trombone on that one. Yeah. I stumbled over it at the last second. Yeah. I was like, oh no! If it's a, like I of all people know, if it's a bad joke, you got to go a hundred percent. Otherwise, just it doesn't sell work. Sell it. Sell I it. Just, that's what I, I just faded out. Um, like a candle in the wind. So couldn't be a nicer guy also in person. Like it just like his online persona is like, he's a nice guy. He's actually like an incredibly nice person. Um, and yeah, like the flyers just like took this list apart pretty well. Uh, but like it was, uh, he, he got to go first. He did his doom side thing. It did a bunch of mortal wounds to stuff, but he couldn't seal the deal on very much on very many things. Like he couldn't kill, he killed the Thunderfire cannon and he killed one of my flyers on the first turn. So the with everything the three the three croissant flyer strat can do at max uh, six six mortals right right nine is it nine per yeah. thing yeah okay it's potential of nine yeah it's three three okay um so he killed a centurion he killed oh maybe he didn't no he didn't kill a centurion he got one down to one wound because I passed a bunch of I passed a couple uh, six ups. Um, he did a bunch of, he did five wounds to a flyer. He almost killed the Thunderfire cannon, but didn't quite. Um, but then killed it with shooting from other stuff. Okay. Um, anyway, so that game, uh, was over pretty quick. He just, we just called it on like turn four or something like that and kind of talked the rest of the game out, so to speak. Um, uh, but it was a, it was a pretty brutal beating. Uh, like I didn't, he's a great player. I just don't think that was the matchup for him for sure. And I think Necrons are going to have a really tough time in this in this meta, but like all of my shooting is perfect against Necrons because like it's not high, it's not like yeah. high damage weaponry. It's all lots of shots, one or two damage. Yeah, the Executioner build suffers against Necrons when they have uh, whatever the field is called. Where if you whatever, quantum shielding, thank you. Quantum and shielding. six of his vehicles have quantum shielding. Yeah. It's so, not. Uh, it's uh, Necrons are not ideal for me as a matchup. Like sure. I need to play a run and gun hide game in order to to beat Necrons, which is something that I learned. So, so I had that going for me. So I won that game uh, thirty five to eight. Um, so I did pretty good there. Um, so round five, I played uh, Daniel Olivas. Uh, so Daniel Olivas is second Daniel. And at this point, yeah. you guys were playing for top Daniel at SoCal. Were you it's not? true. We, it's true. Yeah. We were. We were. Um, so we were in the running for title, which would, yeah. So we immediately started with, Hey, your, our names will be easy this game. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, um, what if he was like, Danny well, my, still name is, my name is Daniel. And you're like, well, my name is Danny. And he's like, well, you're the inferior because Daniel is the superior version. <laughs> That's false. It's just the more pretentious one. 
So, uh, Did he have a monocle and a top hat? Because if so, <laughs> I got to give round to him. So Daniel was playing uh, a mix of Eldari. So he had Dark Eldar, he had some Yanari, and he had some. He had a bunch of Craft World stuff. Okay. Um, uh, I knew this list was going to be tough because this guy is one of the top ranked uh, Eldar players. Uh, like he's the top ranked Yanari player. Um, well, he's also it's easy the, to remain the top ranked Yanari player when nobody plays Yanari. Well, he still has he still had the Incarn and Yvrain in his list, so he had Yanari. Well, they just stuff. got Psychic Awakening, so he actually took a Yanari Supreme Command. That's smart. I mean, the points went down in Psychic Awakening. Psychic Awakening made it into the SoCal well, rules cutoff. After after the after the after the uh, uh, the game, he was like, "Yep, I'm not I'm not playing with the Incarn anymore. It's not good enough." Which I don't know. I, it seemed really good to me, but like maybe I'm just inexperienced with how good it was. Um, how, how good it was in its prior incarnation. It's, yeah, in pre- prior incarnation. Which, for those that didn't remember the days of Yanari bullshit. Well, uh, no, I mean, was, even like, bef- well, like, even after the nerf, it was still strength seven. It went down to strength six, which was kind of a big deal. Um, uh, so this game was the precious cargo, so it was priority objectives. So we each took a priority objective on the same side of the board. We had like a Dawn of War deployment. Okay. Um, and so I kind of faked, I think I, I think I won deployment, but I didn't put enough resources into defending my own objective, which he was able to take like pretty much every turn. So even though I was either, uh, killing more or holding more every time, every turn, we were still tying the primary every time, uh, okay. which, and there was no way I was going to hit his, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, so I killed, uh, I, I killed so much of his army, um, I, did, I went second. He killed a unit of eliminators on turn one, and that was about it. Um, and then I uh, I did the best that I could to try and defend my objective. I think I could have played it a little bit better in that respect, and I think I could have deployed. So first of all, this table was weird in that it had seven. Okay, so you know the frontline gaming terrain that has the L? Yeah. Like the big Ls, and there's two of them. This table had seven of those. Wait, um, like the ones I have? Yeah. Like the- the field, the field base. base cells? It has seven field base cells and then a couple of enclosed runs. What? Weird. Okay. So it, it both helped and hurt both of us on several occasions. Yikes. Okay. Um, I think I would have redefined terrain and pulled off like three of them maybe or something. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I just, I wouldn't want to do that. Like it would be, then there would be no terrain on the table and that would be bad for both of us, I think. Well, if you had, if there were like seven of the L's, I mean... Could you have made them seven J's? I don't know. Or maybe one W in the middle. Oh, yeah. For wonder. Yeah. <laughs> or an M for McDevitt. All right. So uh, <laughs> this game was like really cagey. He's a great player. Um, he moved his stuff around really well. He was uh, pretty transparent with how he was moving his models, which was great. Um, I tried so hard to kill the fucking Incarn. I did this. I thought it was a pretty good move where I... Uh, I... I strafed it with a plane. Like I flew up a plane to try and assassinate him, but outside of three inches. So he couldn't heroically intervene into me and blow me up. He passed every single four up invulnerable save that I shot at him. And I probably did like, uh, probably 10 wounds to it, maybe more. Mm. Um, and I rolled, I, that was me rolling poorly too. I would say, uh, which was a, which was a crying yeah. shame. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the incarn also, uh, perils almost every single psychic <laughs> phase. So, but I think that thing probably died three or four times and then came back because it regenerates wounds from Eldar dying around it. He also had this incredible psychic phase one turn where he super smited three times in a row and then also got the super smite on the targeted smite from the Yanari discipline. 
So he killed my entire unit of centurions in one psychic phase. Jesus. Which was like insane. Like he was like, okay, well, I guess this is going to keep me in the game then. Um, but anyway, this game was super tight, super close. Um, I was losing this game pretty much every single turn, uh, just on secondaries. I didn't do super good on recon this game. Um, I only got recon like maybe uh, two turns. Well, I if think. you're losing the planes pretty early on, it's, it gets a lot no, for you to get I only, Oh, I had a plane at the end of the game. It actually got me a line breaker. Um, Brag, <laughs> braggart. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this game ended up on the very last turn. I had a freaking amazing turn where I killed like four units. I killed, and I had hand hunter and I only had like two, maybe three points, maybe two points for it. And I got all the rest of my head hunter points that turn. Nice. Um, I had a unit of five stalker bolter guys assassinate your brain. <laughs> like they just shot her and she died. She, she failed all of her invulnerable saves and then also all of her feeling the pains and just died. Oh, yeah, because the Incarn took all of the, the must, hot dice that must that, that, that must have been it, actually. So, <laughs> um, uh, but man, my Scorpius did work this game. It got me so many points. I mean, it killed pretty much everything. Uh, like, and I was able to use the Librarian to cast the plus one to hit on it every turn. Oh. So it was BS2 plus and rerolling ones. Which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, this game, surprisingly, because of my last turn antics, ended up in a tie. Because um, I was able to get the number of kills that I needed. How to... frustrating was that for your opponent? No, I think he was okay with it because he didn't figure that he was going to win anyway. Oh, nice. Um, oh, so, I, I don't so think so. he wasn't so. paying any attention to the score then? No, I think he was. I just think that he, like, like, like we, had to, we stopped the clock on the last turn. Um, cause I think he burned through his time a lot faster than me. Cause I still had like 15 minutes left on my last turn and he had like 30 seconds. So, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, so he's like, all right, you need to do this and this and this to get a tie. And I said, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to do all that stuff. He's like, all right, cool. So, and I did it. <laughs> I did the all end. the things. Um, oh. so it was a 28, 28 tie. So a really, that's high a really point. high yeah, scoring yeah, tie. Yeah. All right, so you finished out uh, SoCal four one and one. Your best, oh, he had one uh, more game. I had one more game actually. Oh, I thought that was your last game. Nope, nope. My bad. All right, so last game I played. I, th- against... I thought your last who, game. Who was would the end tie? on a tie? Uh, That's that, such poor that, form. That, that would be the worst, actually. Um, so I played against uh, Scott Rumple. Scott Rumple had a beautifully painted Space Wolf army. And an um, amazing last name. Yeah, it's a pretty good name. I think it's Rumple. I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway. It is now. Really nice guy, but like pretty defeated. He's like, oh man, I managed to dodge Marines this whole time and now I get one. I'm like, well, you win enough times, man. You're probably going to end up playing against the, the big dogs. <laughs> Danny, of course, In humility, humility in full flow. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, like... <laughs> This game was over super fast. Uh, like, he went first and so managed to get most of his wolfen into a building, but not all of them, which was, <laughs> that was the end of them. Because, like, I walked up the assault centurions and they shot hurricane bolters at them. And then also the dreadnought shot at storm cannons at them while the, whilst they were inside the building and cleared them out entirely. Um, and then uh, he had, he moved some aggressors up to try and get some shots off, but they didn't actually do anything. Uh, and then I assaulted them with my assault centurions and they died as well. Um, he killed like a couple units. He killed a unit of infiltrator or, uh, eliminators and two planes because he could use the wolves, wolves 
a repulsor executioners because he had a he had a repulsor executioners a leviathan dreadnought um a whirlwind scorpius um and then he had some wolf and some aggressors and some like support characters and stuff like that but it wasn't a ton of other stuff but they have a really great strat called keen senses where they can ignore all the penalties so his executioner still hits my my flyers that are minus two to hit against him on threes yep with rerolling ones so he's super good yeah that's really great Um, so he was able to shoot one the first turn and then another the next turn. And then I killed the repulsor executioner with, I don't know, a bunch of random shit and it died. Um, and my whirlwind Scorpius, like he tried to snipe out my thunderfire cannon and mm-hmm. failed. And then I healed it back up with my tech Marine and he's like, well, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> like no continue. So, yep. So that game ended on about turn three and we rolled out to see like, even if he would have gotten his wolf into my assault centurions, like, um, while they had the plus one armor save power up and transhuman physiology and the five up feel no pain, like what happens? And he kills two with an entire squad of 10, with an entire squad of like 10 wolf hunters. Which, when they massacre like 50 plague bearers of mine in one turn, is just depressing. That just tells you how t- freaking tough they are. Yeah. So, um, yep. So I ended up uh, 4 1 and 1 and 23rd, which was great. I netted like 200 ITC points for that, which was a lot. And uh, it put me, uh, it catapulted me up like 250 placings because it was my uh, fifth score, which was, which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, So that raised me up into the top hundred, which I was super happy about. So I'm like 85th or something like that right now. I'm still aiming for a 600, uh, 6,969th. That is my only acceptable (laughs) goal this year. (laughs) It is a nice placing. So, um, and then finally, last thing about this event. Yeah, go. End of the event, Kyle is, Danny, all right, you got to play in my arena of death. And I'm like, well, what's this? He's like, all right, so. Danny just starts whipping his dick out. He's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got this. And then Kyle said, no, you don't, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he built this little, dis- he built this little thing for his display board for his orcs that has like, you can fight Gork or you can fight Mork. And Gork, I believe is his warlord, uh, like orc war boss. And Mork is his. Uh, his uh, big Mac with custom uh, shock attack gun, the oh, yeah, super yeah. shaka. And so I'm like, all right, let me pick the most vicious character out of my army to fight you. Oh, here's my, my primaris lieutenant. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, he's my warlord, man. So I wanted him to fight and he fought the orc war boss and uh, he didn't live. <laughs> I was going to say Marines are broken. If he wins that, no, he definitely okay, died. Good. But it took more than one turn of close combat really? to kill him. Yeah. Oh, man. Because he had a five-up feel no pain, and I rolled super hot on my... I made, like, uh, six out of nine feel no pain. Man, if only there was a way we Are could, we... like, bottle your luck with dice and kind of sell our <laughs> okay. own dice. Well, sometimes so I'm not so lucky So other people can either. have their luck. Yeah. Like, in maybe, like, a month's time when we get a dice order in that we can sell and just oh, say yeah. that they're imbued with luck. Well, what I can Stop do is Stop telling me just, you're unlucky with dice. I can just spit in the bag with the dice in it. <laughs> and we can shake it up real that's, good. Oh, God, that's so gross. No, please <laughs> not, let's not do that. Please don't spit in the bag. That's, <laughs> How did Dave and John go bankrupt? Well, so we ordered all these dice and Danny spit in them. And, and then, then everybody got HPV. It was awful. Oh, and we had to pay all their medical bills. I'm pretty sure Terrible. there's only one person on the, the business part of this year, so Dave would not get sued for that. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. So can I spit it up, Dave? Go for it. (laughs) Two-thirds two-thirds rule in place. So, Danny, I want to ask you. Time to incorporate. So you went down to this major, uh, to this super major. Uh, You met a bunch of guys. Oh, man. I met so many people that I met online, which was really cool to put faces to names. 
Uh, I I made I got like like ten friend requests out of this out of Facebook, which was great. So nice. Uh, would you? Are you planning on trying to go back next year? Yeah, um, I will. Although I also would like to try out Warzone Atlanta. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah. That was the same weekend, right? This it's, year? No, no, it's coming up. Yeah, it's oh, like it in two weeks, I think. It's, I think it's every Veterans Day weekend. Okay. So that would be a really fun one for me to do. Um, plus, it would, if I take my wife with me, she can visit her family because they live in Chattanooga, which is pretty close. Which Wait, would be nice. didn't you stay with your mother-in-law? Oh, yeah, I can also stay with my family <laughs> there as well. So it's like family or family, right? Uh, it just depends. So would you recommend SoCal to... Oh, uh, yeah. SoCal was awesome. The people were great. The venue was amazing. Like, every table has six feet of space on every side around it. So, like, you can walk all the way around the table. You're not, like, bumping butts with everybody as fun as that is. Um, I like, will not go to SoCal now specifically because of that. I'd yeah, love to ru- get my ass rubbed. <laughs> Um, well, his wife's not going to touch it. But anyway, no, no, I would totally recommend it to anybody. Like just me personally, I might try something different just to try it. Like not because I didn't have a great time because I had an absolutely awesome time. And I would recommend that tournament to anybody who wanted to, who was thinking about attending it. I would say just to go and to have a good time. There's all kinds of other events going on too. If you're not into 40 K. Well, then my next question is, do you think your in-laws would mind it if uh, John and I stayed with them next year (laughs) so that we can go to SoCal? Uh, I mean, I'm sure we could talk them into it. I don't know if I can talk my wife into letting me yeah, that's go. Fair. <laughs> that's that's the hard part. That's fair. Oh no, I'm planning on pretending to kidnap you. I mean, oh, I see. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hefty though. So, good luck with that. And then, well, I guess one final question for you, Daddy. I would Moore, assume and the, that you would know about it. Maybe and being on it. But you said kidnap. Yeah, fake kidnap. Oh, see, that's the important air information you're leaving. Sorry. Out. Yeah, you guys um, can't see the air quotes. Uh, so, based on the list you were taking there, what changes would you make to it after your kind of major experience there? Major experience. Uh, it's, uh, um, I uh, I don't think I would right away. Um, I think my list is really good. I think it's good against a, like a lot of in a, in a lot of different places. I think it's really good on the frontline terrain specifically. Yeah, the magic boxes are really great for centurions. Um. Yeah, I kind of got to dodge a lot of tough matchups. I don't know how this list still works when Imperial Fist come out, um, so I'll have to see how the meta kind of shapes out after chapter approved, and then I'm going to start looking at any changes I need to really make to my list to make it more competitive. Yeah. Well, I look forward to uh, being a beat stick for you to uh, kind of beat on a little oh, bit over yeah. the next couple of months here. Me too. Oof, I'm excited. Also, <laughs> uh, so anybody up in the Anchorage area that wants to get in some practice games, we're looking to try to get some more in before LBO. So we for sure. list tested out. We want to try to set up maybe like a, an actual single night over at uh, uh, T1 and maybe go out to MJ's and try to do. Like yeah, that'd a, be cool. Where we will probably do another snake based uh, uh, tournament day. Oh, oh yeah, we should soon. definitely and do that. We don't have any more days off for that. Though. And if you are, um, ooh, day after Thanksgiving could work. I won't be here, but you you're, guys can you're do hilarious. It. Knowing my 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 job, thinking that I'm able to get that. Oh, day oh man, wait, Black Friday. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just. Yeah, <laughs> let's throw that in there. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oof. But anyway, uh, and then if you are not from Anchorage and you want to come and play us, don't. Save your money. Come meet us in Vegas. It's much funner. Yeah. You know what? Do. Look up on RTT and show up for it at, at one of our randomly. stores. Here. Randomly. And don't tell us it's the one like we know. Don't, go to. don't tell like us a, you listen to our podcast either. You know, Just I, be that random guy. I, I want to say that like Thanksgiving weekend is one of the weekends that's going to have uh, an ITC tournament. So if you have family it's not, here. It's not. It's the week before. Shh, I'm trying to. 
So many fucking drum kits in this house. <laughs> Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game system. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? And we're back. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. We'll um, never talk about SoCal again. Oh, well, no, we probably will. Like I said, it looked like a great event. The photos that were shared look great. A lot of space, a lot of great tables. And what, 206 players, of which almost 190 of them weren't as good as Danny. Nice. That's, yeah, that, that's all that matters. Um, on to, to other news now. Um, we we have a product to talk about. Uh, we were contacted by the creator of the Math Hammer app um, to kind of go over his thing. Uh, just full the, the app, the app, yeah, and his thing too. Uh, nope. Full spoiler alert, though. Um, this is a, a paid advertisement, uh, which means we were provided free copies of the app in and, order to review. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's moderately paid. It's pretty. I think it's okay. Sorry, we can talk. We'll talk about but, it. But full disclosure, John's right. We were provided. We were provided copies. review copies we, we of the didn't app. Have to buy it for two ninety nine. Although I will tell but you, man, what a deal for two ninety nine. Well, no, see here, Danny, we we <laughs> didn't have to buy it for two ninety nine. <laughs> Did we? No, we did not. <laughs> Screw you and your understanding technology. <laughs> and, you know, and Dave, Dave, bless his heart, didn't he know. He tried, man. He tried. So I'm not going to say hard because I, I had don't my think grandkids over. They tried it. And yeah, he, grandkids? He, he didn't know how to... He was making a joke to make him seem older than he actually is. It's a bit we do on the show here. Oh. Come on. Keep up, McNabbit. Um I know you're still whipped after your weekend, your wild weekend of drinking. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, poor Dave couldn't figure out how to redeem a code on the iTunes store. So if, you know... Follow him at Alpha Devil uh, in AK on Twitter, and please, if you could like, just send him links on how to redeem codes in iTunes for yeah, that'd be great. As long as Especially we joke as about as Randall doing gangbusters, then yeah. that would be hilariously fun times. Oh, Excellent, shit. Excellent. So that's never going away. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so and I will tell you this right now: it's uh, it's two dollars ninety nine cents, and since I actually bought it, I haven't. I, I feel like I did not waste any money whatsoever. Like I have used it. A lot doing some math hammer stuff. In fact, I I pulled it out. We were talking about SoCal and used it there to get my math numbers for Mortal Wounds. You, you so. know what I like about the app um, is the fact that when I'm list building with it, I'll throw some stuff out there. Like if I have an issue where I take too much of the same thing, right? They're the same strength or what it is. So what I've been doing with it is I was just sitting there while I was crazily list building for LVO. I mean, like, hey, how will those corn berserkers do against a unit of um, 
Redemptor Dreadnoughts or, or uh, uh, against a Leviathan Dreadnought. I'm being able to put in the 80 like strength four attacks or, or whatever against a Leviathan only equates to 1.25 wounds. Really makes you go, oh, okay, I should probably fix that <laughs> or, or put something else in there. So like from a planning strategy for me, like even list building is where I found kind of the most use out of it there. Sure. Um, Danny, you're you're like a little mathematical genius anyway when it comes to this stuff where so you kind it's, of... It's really cool though. Like this app will save me a lot of time actually. So I have, I have like a spreadsheet that I use that mimics a lot of the functions that the app does. Like I can do, I can basically have like compare two different weapon stats and like compare them side by side and see which one is more efficient. Yeah, but that's on a PC, right? You're not, you, you don't have that. Right. On now I can just, first of all, I can just program the weapons in there so I don't yep. have to reload the stats every single time. Yes. Yeah, so let, and talking about the actual interface here, the thing I like about it is that you can save profiles. Yeah. Uh, if there is a unit that you, you, <clears throat> you fight a lot against, say your buddy likes to play, I don't know, uh, Iron Hands. Uh, executioners you can just keep those stats in there you can save it as a mm-hmm. profile to use yep. you can figure out your best possible way to charge three of them with your plague bearers i mean if you'd done that john if you if you'd had this app john you would have had the math to know that you were making a huge mistake well the reason behind that mistake was wanting to make you roll a shitload of dice out of spite um because i had <laughs> nothing that could hurt half of your army so regardless of what this app <sighs> says i would have done it um so one thing nice. i will say is it's nice is uh 69 shots um <laughs> i've noticed it has a like a ballistic skill section and it doesn't have a lot of other things i've been using it a lot for close combat math as well because really even though it says bs and that's kind of what it's designed for like your weapon skill is the same kind of profile so sure. I, I was able yep. to kind of just throw that in there and, and kind of get that part worked out too um, so even though it doesn't have like a separate uh, weapon skill, because I'm apparently the only person who plays uh, 40k without guns, uh, this it, edition it works. It works really well. Uh, I'm a fan. I mean, there's uh, we're gonna do a video of it, kind of show off some of the cool stuff you can you can do on the app. Um, verbally, there's not a huge amount we can say about it apart from from a planning phase. Oh, um, oh or or maybe there is. Well, or no, maybe I just. So, Dave finally got the dick pic I sent him. No, that I would have been like, eh. It's pretty big, so it takes uh, a long no, time just, to send I'm, the file. I'm, I'm playing around with it, and uh, under the attacker settings, if you go in normally, uh, if, you, any, if, if you've used Math Hammer online, uh, you have the options to do stuff. There is a bunch of new stuff that I've never seen on the online stuff, such as Salamander, Haywire, uh, Exploding Sixes with modifiers, Exploding Sixes with no modifiers, mm-hmm. adding yep. in. So that's that's actually really handy. Yep. Yep. Really makes me uh, know when to plan to use some veterans of the long war in there. And, and when for not sure. To. Right. Yeah. And like, to- yeah, I like the uh, I like the different little options like for the def- like for the defender as well. They have things like um, they imported all like the iron hand stuff, too. So you can do half damage minus one for iron stone plus the dread dreadnought strat. Or you can do quantum shielding as a selection, too, yeah. which I really like as really well, because that is. That's that math is more, like one of the more difficult parts. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is amazing. Actually, now that seeing that stuff in there, the functionality of it. Because mm-hmm. while well, I've been playing around with it, I usually haven't looked that far into it. And I gotta tell you, I shit, I'm thinking about buying it again. I mean, well, that's <laughs> we understand your understanding of technology isn't great at this point, but when you own it, you own it. So you don't have to buy it again. 
I probably will accidentally yeah, the next time. Probably, I yeah. Just um, swipe it through. Yeah. Just just keep it a subscription. <laughs> just yeah, a subscription service. Like I said, I'm a fan. I use it in the planning phase. Um, I'm not fast enough at it yet to kind of do it in-game at this point. Uh, but really, it helps me figure out weaknesses of my list uh, before playing. Sure. And I think you yeah. can preload some of the stuff. Like, what you should do is preload the weapons from your army. Like, maybe. And then, like... Then you can just pump punch in defender profiles and be like, all right, well, what is my chances of doing this? Like maybe while your opponent is taking their turn. So you can, it'll help you to decide like, like what the best chances are for you to like deal with a particular unit. Well, if you, if you look at the, uh, and ahead of time, of course, that's really great. too. So if you click the load button at the top, after you get it, you can actually see there are five profiles already preloaded in there. Uh, guardsman, knight, marine, primaris, marine, and generic vehicle, T7 vehicle, 10 moons. Nice. So that's already preloaded for you. You just got to click the little uh, download button. Now I will say um, it does. Uh, it does not let you do more than um, a thousand shots, which what? seems uh, like an mean. oversight for orc armies uh, and such. So, but I will also say that nine hundred and ninety nine bolter shots will do sixty five wounds to a um, a dreadnought, to oh. a leviathan dreadnought. Nice. Is that with all of the leviathan special saves? Yes. Is that with corn berserker extra plus one strength stuff and then that like includes that? Uh, rerolls. Uh, the total hits is seven hundred and seventy-seven, which includes one hundred and eleven for rerolls because you got to keep them in that bubble. One hundred and twenty-nine uh, wounds, um, sixty-four unsaved wounds for four dead leviathans because obviously it's a unit. Wow. But like that's a nice thing because it lets you kind of uh, do units. Uh, you can do set up your different profiles. And again, just kind of makes you a little bit of a better player and takes some of that really hard math out of the hex. I know there's a lot of times where I'm like, hey, Danny, what will this unit do to this unit? You're like, eh, no, great. That's true. Whereas now you can kind of really break it down and I don't feel like I'm asking this massive math equation. Um, I sort of balked at the $3 price point when I originally heard. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't like paying $3 for that. But if you look at the sheer amount of different math that goes in there. It's pretty impressive. And for way more in and, stuff than that. And the fact that since we've uh, looked at it, it's been updated uh, to include other stuff in yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, like um, when I first, when we first got it and looked at it, it did not have that stuff in there. So yeah, horrible shield time. We are mostly positive people, but if you want to up your game a little bit without playing the game if you're making lists for events, Math Hammer, some stuff in there. Uh, if you want to figure out what's going to be your best target, Put a repulsor in there. Put uh, some centurions in there. Put some things you know are in your local meta. Right. And then that way at the table you can target prioritize uh, like a champ. Yeah. And know what it, what your army is good against. What else? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can get out there and you can download a sound clip and play it every time you whip out the app. Math hammered. Right. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Uh, that sound clip actually will be uploaded to our Patreon and available for download. Uh, so you <laughs> can actually... Make it, make it, it your ringtone. Make, make it your message tone. We'll give you Dave's phone number. Um, <laughs> if, if you make that your message tone. It's not that difficult. It's one. <laughs> oh, because you you're old. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, I don't have that lined up. Anyway, uh, we've kept you guys for a long time. Um, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Like Tuesday now, isn't it? It's like... What? Well, because we've kept them a long time. So right. Saturday. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm very tired. Uh, I'm going to go do things. Dave's going to go do things. We're yeah, all gonna go going to sleep. Paint some stuff purple. <laughs> that's uh, and that's yeah, yeah. We're all going to paint stuff purple. Uh, but yeah, for Marbles, I've been John. I've been Dave. And I've been Danny. 